you could wait for a catalyst of some sort to sure. connect with your loved ones and to and to to talk to your friends, say hi to an old friend, or you could just do it now. You could have yeah. you could have been doing this all along. You can't change the past, but you can do it now. Welcome to Distant Pals. My name is Tom Tate, and this is a podcast where we talk about social distancing from a distance. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, My name is Tom Tate, and this is Distant Pals. It is an ad hoc podcast and email newsletter that I set up uh, in the midst of social distancing, which has been really, really interesting and just an unexpected time in in America and, and across the globe. So, My goal here is to just have some casual uh, down-to-earth chats uh, with some friends of mine. And I'm super excited because I brought uh, a former colleague and good friend of mine, Christina, on the show. Christina, welcome to Distant Pals. Thank you very much, Tom. Um, It is a pleasure being on your show. And I just excuse me in advance, everyone, for being incredibly awkward on here. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. You're not incredibly awkward. Come on. <laughs> this is, this is uh, again, it's a casual chat. And, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this, the social distancing thing has been really strange uh, for me. Um, I don't like social media uh, to connect with people. Uh, I really do like connecting with people through conversations, face-to-face whenever possible. And uh, this has just been a really strange time. So my goal was to really just spark some conversations and see how other People are handling this, uh, how other families are handling this, because, you know, I have three kids. Um, you have kids as well, which we'll talk about. Uh, but yeah, I want to dig into this. Um, so I, I think that my first question for you uh, really would be, like, when did you first, like, commit to staying home? Like, do you remember what specific day and, like, what specific week? Because I know a lot of people kind of started doing the social distancing thing in waves. Yeah, you know, I got to say it was um around um I think it was about the around the 15th of March is when we we started getting um we started getting some some hints that school was going to be closing. Mm-hmm. Um we actually started social dis- distancing a little bit before then because we were we were hearing rumors from um from my relatives who work in in healthcare just basically all over New York City metro area um Long Island um And also my husband, my husband works in the city. He happens to be a police officer, um, in the Bronx. So we were aware, I think more so than most of the people around us. We live in the Hudson Valley, so it's a little bit, um, further north of the city. Sure. Um, so we were pretty aware of what was going on and, and basically what could happen if it was, if it spread. I mean, imagine the worst, the worst flu season ever times 10 like that's what that's what we were hearing and and of course it it wasn't it wasn't being it wasn't really all that i I hate to say this but it feels like the the it really wasn't taken all that seriously um just in general yeah oh yeah Um, for sure and then but we were we were hearing things and and we were there were there were just um there were hints of something bigger to come um so we, we did actually start social distancing uh a little bit before then after that um you know play date stopped told the kids around the neighborhood like hey listen check back in two weeks depending on what the governor says sure um and we we really have been trying to to stay to stay home to stick around here and really only leave when when we have to that's that's groceries and and you know knock on wood we haven't had to 
go to the doctors or anything like that. But if, if it comes to that, it's you know, pharmacy yeah. doctor, that's it. Yeah. So it's, it's April 6th when we're recording this right now. Um, so it's been a couple weeks, like a little over three weeks, uh, for me at least. And I guess about three weeks from that too. Um, so you're, you're, you're in the thick of it. Like you're in upstate New York. Um, mm-hmm. your husband works in New York city mm-hmm. and you have healthcare professionals in your family in New York. And as of right now, like New York is the apex, right? Like that is where this is peaking. We think, I mean, really just the testing is yeah, yeah very, exactly. very prevalent, right? It could be anywhere. It could be right, peaking right. anywhere and we just wouldn't know because, because of, uh, the, the testing situation here in the U S but, uh, it definitely is, is taken seriously in New York. What, what's your reaction to the, the governor's response? Cause I, I think he's been doing, um, a really interesting job just staying super public and, and just really trying to give people the information that they need. Yeah, personally, I think the governor has been, uh, doing a really good job taking control of the situation. Now the problems or friction arise that arises when, um, when when you kind of have to get that leadership and, and trickle it down to the yeah. the, the different municipalities, so sure, that's sure. where it's been a little it's been a little trickier. Um, you know, the situation in the city has been has been sort of like touch and go. Okay. Long Island is, uh, by all accounts, I have a lot of relatives that live down there. Um, Long Island is uh, is just it's just incredibly nerve wracking yeah. <laughs> to live there. Apparently, yeah. right now. Um, you know where where we live. There, it's 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 fairly rural, so I I can't complain. It's been it's been it's been relatively calm, um, and we we aren't affected uh, as much by some of the um, municipal uh, response sure. like like yeah. they would be in the city. Um, but as far as what Cuomo has been doing, I I do think he's been doing a good job. I mean, it, this is a this is a really tough situation, and yeah. y- you have to you have to try to take the reins for. Um, for a state for uh, that's just everything is privatized. The majority yeah. of these things are privatized and, and so segmented from each other. And, and you have to try to take the reins and, and, um, and, and lead everyone to, to our goal, which is to flatten the curve. And it's, you know, I, I can't complain about what he's done so far. I, yeah. I think he's, yeah. been, he's been doing a good job. I mean, there's really no playbook for this. Right, you know, yeah. I think that that's the, been the real <laughs> eye opener, right? Is, is there's really no playbook for this. And for me, locally um even like down to our school district like trying to pay attention to um who responds well in the absence of a playbook has been really interesting um (laughs) in 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 business like in business in local government in national government it's like who responds well to not having a playbook and and who's actually working to craft that playbook versus just throw any semblance of a playbook out the door and just do whatever um so home life, like you want to describe quickly what life has been like right now. So I'll, I'll actually say that. Um, so we worked together uh, for, I guess, about 10 months um, mm. and we worked 100 percent remotely. Right. So yeah. I'm very, very grateful to have had the opportunity to do that because this hasn't like the work adjustment has not been a huge adjustment for me personally uh, or my family because they're they were used to it for for quite a while. So um, even though you work remotely uh your family's used to you working remotely have you felt an adjustment like have you felt that this has been a different vibe you know oh for you? Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely i mean there's uh 
there, you know, there are those memes going around where people don't know what day it is. Like I, I have to check myself like three times a day right. to figure yeah. out what day of the week it is. But there's, there is something about having the, um, the structure of, you know, the kids have to go to school. Um, we've got the weekends, you've got the weekdays. Um, you have a choice to go out <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon, get some ice cream, things like that, uh, that really, you don't you, you take it for granted when when it's available to you or, or when it's when it's there and and it's uh, the lack of that structure that we're so used to that has made things I wouldn't say difficult for us but it is it is different like you you feel the quarantine just uh, right yeah <laughs> just yeah. Uh, closing in on you um, so we, we do our best to try to get out when we can I mean you live in the Northeast like me we've had some super sure. cloudy rainy days lately but um we're trying to get out when we can we haven't unlike a lot of new yorkers who are not social distancing correctly we haven't um gone out to uh the state parks um or anything like that we we've strayed here we've we've stayed here but um but yeah i mean that's that's kind of it just kind of trying to ride it out and and really um doing what we can to 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 create a schedule in the absence of our normal routine yeah, i think yeah. that's important yeah um do your kids feel the difference like have you noticed that I, i'm no i'm noticing it with my oldest uh who's six six and a half but um my younger two they couldn't they couldn't tell the difference but i'm definitely starting to pick up on you know like he's he's doesn't understand why he can't go to school and see his friends and all that kind of stuff. So like, have you, have your kids gone through those periods of uh, misunderstanding? They're all, they're much older than my kids, but. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I, I'm surprised that they don't appear to be um, having any, any sort of diffi- uh, difficulties with yeah. this transition. Um, but they're, you know, they're, uh, we, we, we like to stay at home. We like our video games and our TV shows right, and right. things like that yeah. in general. Um, so as long as they're able to get outside when they want to ride on their bikes or their, uh, their, um, their motorbikes when, when they want to be outside, they're, they're okay with it. Um, sure. I think the, the most difficult thing has probably been transitioning to self-led learning. Okay. Our teachers are doing their best and they're trying to, uh, depending on the teacher, depending on the, on the grade they are trying to do some some live um, live cohorts on like Google Meet, not Zoom <laughs> right now. Apparently, um, I I love Zoom, but the teachers uh, we, we, they use Google Classroom, so they all okay. tend to use Google Meet. Um, they've been trying to do that. They've been trying to to uh, to keep in touch with the kids. So so if there's any if there's anything there that they um, they 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 need to get used to, it's uh, it's sticking to sticking to that asynchronous learning, which is, it's, it's funny. Cause I'm like, that's not that different from being an adult and working from home and, and having yeah. an asynchronous work situation. Um, so I, I think that, uh, I think that's, that's really going to be the biggest challenge for them is keeping up and, and feeling, continuing to feel connected. Um, which is, you know, that's a whole, that's a wider issue that I can, I can talk on for hours at this point, just, uh, that how we were, nobody in this country was prepared for, for having to adapt to that, um, at the drop of a hat, like we've had to, and, uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see what the repercussions are in, in six months. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it'll be really interesting. Um, I think that the lack of like face to face contact for kids with their teachers and their mm-hmm. peers, like, I'm curious to see 
if this goes on for much much longer like mm-hmm. if that has any like long-term impact because like you know i i worked remotely for a long time and that was one of the things that i found after a while like i needed to like proactively seek out you know like i needed to proactively seek out time with friends like face to face and you know stepping away from the screen um so I, I did mention that that when we worked together, we worked remotely. Uh, how has work been for you? Has has there been a meaningful difference or transition for that too, or has it been kind of business as usual? Um, you know, like as you know, we're pretty flexible um, at yeah. at Mediator. So uh, it it really it, it really is, it does depend on on your on your work situation. For me and a couple of, um, of other folks on the team, um, this has meant that the uh, family matters are, um, more just in your face than they might be at any other time of the the year. So, um, personally, for example, I have adjusted my hours a little bit so that I can make sure that I am there to make sure the kids are actually doing their work and checking with their, um, with their teachers. And then I'm, I'm helping them with whatever like auxiliary, auxiliary projects they are working on. Um, but besides that, I, honestly, I, I feel super lucky that I've, um, I, I, I am used to working remotely and um, asynchronously and yeah. that we work um, that, that I work for a company that is so, so flexible. Um, that is a terrible answer, but you know, I no, no, kind of like yeah. rolling with it as much as I yeah. can. And I am yeah, grateful sure. that I'm able to. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There's been uh, an abundance of, of cats and dogs and kids and, <laughs> all kinds of, you know, commotion, like on Zoom calls that that would typically be in-person meetings for me. Um, so we're we're like three weeks into this. I don't think anyone has any idea how long it might be. I know most schools have extended uh, closures in Pennsylvania. Um, they're really pushing to stay at home for the full remainder of the month, um, mm-hmm. at least. And then I guess they'll reevaluate. Um, how, how's your anxiety been? Like, like did for me personally, my anxiety levels were like through the roof uh, for like the first week. And then mm-hmm. after like 10 days or so, it kind of kind of like panned down a little bit. Um, I worked in like the apex of Pennsylvania's cases. Um, so mm-hmm. like I was in the I was in the thick of it uh, when they started testing like Montgomery County where I worked. They had more cases uh, than Philadelphia, you know, which which was surprising oh, wow. to me. Yeah. So it was really strange first county to claim community spread. Um, and I just remember the last day that I was at work, like we went out to lunch and like, we were just kind of like out in public and it was just a weird feeling, you know, just knowing that like I was out and about and I, I I got the flu earlier this year. So like, I'm already on high alert for like getting sick from being around people. Did you get flu B? Did you get flu B Tom? I got flu B. Yeah, me too. And it was the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. So I, I think um, I think it we was, were anxiety twins, to be honest, because yes, I was a nervous yeah. wreck, and yes. it was it was just it was killing my husband's vibe so much. He was yeah. like, "Listen, if I go to work and I'm this, I am this nervous. You gotta gotta try to calm down a little bit." I know, I know, it was, it was pretty really, bad. It was so challenging, like because the flu was the worst sickness I've ever had, mm-hmm, and like. Same. Like even even though you know I don't want to I don't want to downplay uh, COVID nineteen right but like I just don't want to get sick you know what I mean like like even if I'm one of the eighty percent that that apparently have like mild symptoms I just don't want to get sick at all you know so like for I don't, me not, I don't want to take that chance that's a game I don't want to take yeah like that I don't want to take it exactly so for me like I was so 
relieved to be home. But then I wanted mm-hmm. to like wait that like five to 10 day period to make sure that I wasn't exposed to anything while I was out in Montgomery County. So like, have you felt that at, at the very least kind of social distancing has helped ease some tension for you? Or do you still feel that, like uneasiness? I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle. You know, I, um, I definitely, I definitely take a lot of comfort in, um, in just being able to stay home. And, you know, obviously my husband has to go to work, um, but my kids and I, we can stay home. Um, and I, I take a lot of comfort in that. My anxiety level just really only started decreasing this weekend okay. and only because a few people that, um, a couple of relatives, close relatives, um, that caught, um, that did test positive for COVID-19. They are, they are on the mend. Um, so okay. they didn't have to be hospitalized, but they, they did have some pretty bad, um, pretty bad symptoms were tested, were positive and are now okay. You know, okay. no issues yeah. with shortness of breath or anything. And after that, I, um, you know, it, it did help, it did help me sort of pull myself out of my anxiety, my nest of anxiety. Um, yeah. And, you know, just be like, okay, I will continue to be cautious, but this is something that we can get through. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's really just been this weekend that I haven't been a nervous wreck, <laughs> for the record. Does your husband balance you out? Yes, absolutely. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> is that the same thing with you and Lauren? Yeah, she in, in some ways she does, and in other ways, like, we, we feed off of each other. But I think in this case, like, we've done a good job of when I need to balance her out, I do. And when she needs to balance me out, I do. But like it, it mm-hmm. flip flops. Like, so I think certain things will trigger us, you know, like she'll read an article or, or a Facebook post and like that will, that will be a trigger for her, you know? And like, likewise, like I'll stumble upon something else. Like I've, I've really been trying to avoid like the news feeds and mm-hmm. stuff that like fuels it, you know, and look for some brighter, brighter signs, you know? So I'm glad that you found a couple brighter signs with people being on the mend. Um, I have I have two kind of quick questions, uh, and then we can start to wrap things up. But uh, I'm curious uh, if and how you've been keeping up with and, and staying connected with family and friends. Like, have you done any virtual hangouts that you typically wouldn't have done in the past? Anything like that? Oh yeah. So the funny thing is, um, you know, with 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 my uh, this group of girl cousins that I'm I'm fairly close with, for example. Yeah. We have a group chat. We meet up for an official thing about once a year or so. We've yeah. done, we've done, I think, two Zoom virtual parties since nice. three weeks ago. And yeah, we, you know, we definitely wouldn't have done that before. Um, and I 100% took advantage of that Jackbox promotion direct from their website, though, not through Steam, through the Jackbox promotion. Um, yeah, took yeah. advantage of that to get like the, uh, the game so that we could play them. Um, same thing with, uh, like, uh, um, uh, our wider group of friends. We've done a couple of, uh, of Zoom game nights with them too. And, and yeah, in a strange way, this has actually, I think brought us closer to some of these folks, um, some of our friends and family than we were like just prior to all this happening. So it it feels really odd to say that, but that's, that has definitely happened for us. Yeah. I mean, we did a family bingo night with my sisters and and my, my mom and, and my dad and like, like we don't get together as a full family that often, Mm -hmm. you know, like, well, like once every like three, four months. Right. And we did this bingo night over zoom and it's like, we could have been doing this for the past five years. You know, like we could have been doing a monthly bingo night for the past five years. Everyone had a great time. We've been doing like virtual 
happy hours, you know, with with a couple family members. So mm-hmm. it's it's interesting that that is coming out of this, you know, this idea that like we could have been connected in this way, you know, this whole time. Yeah. Um, but but we haven't. Um, I'm curious if there's any other uh, any other good that has has come out of this for you. You know, anything else that you've discovered um, that that isn't anxiety inducing? Anything that has uh, really made you think about things differently or just approach approach things approach relationships differently honestly i think it's that the um yeah. the whole idea that you know you don't have to you could wait for a catalyst of some sort to sure. connect with your loved ones and to and to to talk to your friends say hi to an old friend or you could just do it now you could have yeah. you could have been doing this all along you can't change the past but you can do it now um that really is i think the the my biggest takeaway from all this <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, we're going to wrap things up, but I just want to thank you for hopping on and just having a quick conversation. Uh, let's keep in touch, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. You know, let's see where we're at in a couple of months. You know, maybe you'll come back and we'll we'll do a follow-up <laughs> episode just to see how things are going, just because I know that we don't know, you know, like we don't know how long this is going to last and hopefully it's not too long. And yeah, they say that we're, we're probably peaking over the next week or two. Um, hopefully that's the case. And if all of us are doing our jobs, staying home, um, hopefully we can slow things down and start to reopen certain pockets of certain places. You know, I think that's the goal. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Keep it. We'll, we will keep in touch. Like we just said we would. (laughs) Yeah. Any, any final words before we close it out? Um, just, uh, embrace each day, everybody, you know, it's, uh, you, you can't change the past, but you can going forward. Just, um, look at everything with, uh, with positivity and, uh, it just appreciate, appreciate your family. hundred percent. Um, yeah, I want to wish you well and your family too, Earl, especially, you know, going to work and I appreciate, I appreciate him and I appreciate all your family members on the front lines. I mean, that's, those are their true heroes, right? Um, so I hope everyone stays well, stays healthy and uh thank you so much keep in touch you guys too all right i'll talk to you soon tom see ya bye been another episode of distant pals my name is tom tate thank you so much for listening the track you are listening to is white telephone by mammal learn more and sign up for the email newsletter at distantpals.com the number you are calling has been changed the new number is 